Welcome to the Synergy Mindset Coaching Podcast. Today is Mindset Monday, and you guys might get sick of listening to my voice on Monday. Say welcome, because not every Monday is always fabulous. And I'm excited today to share with you someone who will tell you that Mondays aren't always easy. And she has this cool project, Woo Woo, that she's going to share with us today, her journey of how that came to be, what it is, and what you can do if you hate Mondays. Welcome, Lisa, to the show. I was like saying welcome to. I'm like, welcome to. Yeah. Hi. Fellow <laughs> podcaster. She's a podcaster too. <laughs> I, am. I am. Well, tell everybody just a little bit about yourself so they can get to know you. I have a podcast called Project Woo Woo and um, I live in Los Angeles and I've worked in voiceover for a thousand years and so um, and in comedy and so I have a thousand brilliant friends that are amazing actors and comedians and um, I had another podcast and I had so much trouble getting the people I really wanted to talk to Mm -hmm. that I now just have my fellow actors and comedians play those people. Ah. So, so like I just had Tony Robbins on who was played by the most amazing woman, comedy writer person named Laura House. And I've had, um, I have dead people on too. Um, so yeah. So like I had president Lincoln played by Rich Scheidner, like an amazing road comic. Yeah. Um, and then Moses is on next week, played by this musician, Tim Rudely, who's like a brilliant musician who played for all kinds of people. So, yeah. Wow. So that's that's Project Woo Woo. And that's my baby right now. That is just so cool. Could you do Benjamin Franklin one day? <laughs> I could do Benjamin Franklin. I totally would. Yeah. He is my yeah, favorite. We, really? We have to find the right actor. You have to tell me who you want to play Benjamin Franklin and then I'll Ooh. have to see if I can get him. I'll think about that. I feel like it'd have to be someone serious. <laughs> yeah, that's but, a pretty like, yeah. I mean, they're always a little funny, um, but they're also, you learn a lot. Like I had Carl Sagan on, so you learn a lot. And yeah. That's so. cool. Well, our listeners are interested. We we love on this show that people are so open about their failures and second chance stories. And maybe though, we should start with, why don't you like Mondays? Why is like you're self-employed, so you're not like yeah. going to work. But what is it about Mondays that you just don't like? I feel so overwhelmed with what I'm supposed to do that I don't feel like I should, I have anything to do or I have no idea where to start or I, I don't, I feel like the sun comes up and I'm just like, no, yeah, it just makes me really angry. I'm like, no, I don't like, I just feel like I don't want to get started and I don't know where to start. And sometimes because I'm self-employed, I think I feel like there's nothing to do. I have nothing to do today. And that's never true, <laughs> never, ever true. <laughs> but like all of a sudden I'm like, I don't like, I feel like I have no place to go and nowhere to be and I'm not sure what to do. And it, it really, it, it's a really hard, I'm very sort of angry and I try to go like on a hike or go do yoga to try and get my mindset going. Because uh, it's, uh, awesome. yeah, it's hard. I, I also have a friend now. Um, so on Mondays at 10 a.m., she calls me and we arrange the week. Ah, uh, that is a great idea. Is that like a mastermind kind of idea? Yeah, yeah. So she just she just calls me and I actually pay her just a little bit of money because yeah. it's like, look, you, it's your job to to help me figure out the week. Oh, awesome. So like coaching, a bit of coaching. Yeah, okay. yeah. So okay. yeah, and we lay out my calendar and I just block everything off and then she checks in with me during the week. How am I doing and am I getting it done? 
Oh, that's fantastic. What a great yeah. tool. Yeah. All right. So let's take us back. Take us back to before Project Woo Woo and tell us what, what happened and what uh, your journey was through there to now. Yeah. So I um, worked making comedy radio commercials for 12 years and I own my own company that I did with my dad and we made comedy radio commercials and maybe longer, maybe 15 years. And I eventually owned the company. I wrote them. I produced them. I was the creative director. I voiced them. And, um, all of a sudden in the middle of everything, um, I think when Trump became president, we went from like tons of business to nothing to like literally nothing where I would get maybe I would make like 20 to 30 commercials a year by March of like two years ago, nothing. Wow. Like, like the December was super busy. January came nothing like, and then, and then I saw that we went from making that many commercials to making three a year. Mm -hmm. And financially I was dying, dying. Yeah. And, um, a friend of mine who worked for Jonathan Fields said, Hey, I I'm going on maternity leave. I need somebody to take over for me. And she basically edited, uploaded, did everything for him. And I said, I'll do it. I'll do it. I can do it. I didn't really know if <laughs> I could do it because I could edit, but I always had editors and, um, I could edit a little bit and I had to quickly hire a friend to give me a tutoring session on Adobe so that I could edit his stuff. Cause I realized quickly I had no idea what I was doing. That's awesome. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. I, I, hi I hired somebody and said, you, you got to help me. And so I figured it out and every week when I would upload it, I would set my alarm for a minute after it, it was supposed to go live, which was like midnight, just to make sure it went live. Cause right I was on. so nervous. And, um, and about a month into it, Jonathan just was really, really procrastinating on getting his ads done and having, I could tell it just wasn't, you know, it's nobody's favorite thing to do on a podcast. And I, I said, you know, weirdly, that's my expertise. Yeah. That's, wow. That's, I've done is I've created audio commercials for the last 15 years of my life. And I go on, I'm actually, I, I got, I used to go around the country lecturing broadcasters on how to do better storyteller radio. Wow. And so I started helping him with that. And then uh, lo and behold, I got a few other clients and, um, and I'm, and, and within this whole two year period, my dad died. And so that, that really made not working in commercials, just like, I just, I thought, do I, do I even want to do commercials anymore? Mm -hmm. And I used to make, you know, films and, and I did a lot of TV and I had my own thing going. And before I started working with my dad and I, and I all of a sudden got this idea for Project Woo Woo that I could put my specialty together where I can use my friends, my actors and my imagination to make project woo woo. And so that, that's where that came from. I'm still doing the advertising for, um, about three clients and I'm writing podcast commercials. Um, not what I want to do forever, but it's fine in the meantime, and it's a means to an end, and I'm getting to see inside these major podcasters and how they do their thing, mm -hmm. and and that's cool. 
That is so cool. And Jonathan Fields is so inspiring that being paid to actually listen to his podcast would be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really, you know, I love doing that job. I loved, I actually love doing that more than I like writing commercials for him. I loved listening to the podcast. I love putting it together. I loved all of it. And, um, but it was also very nerve wracking. So when it was over, I was like, whew, because yeah. I was so scared that like it wasn't going to go up on time or I was going to mess it up or, and every once in a while I, something would happen and I'd be like, why is there an echo on everything? Oh, no. And then I'm like, yeah. And then I'd be like, oh, I, I accidentally hit the button for it to be in a small, in a giant stadium. Why did I do that? <laughs> you know? Oops. But yeah, well, there's some big takeaways here for people because like, whether it's podcasting or any other industry, like there's so many people losing jobs. My daughter's in business school and she said in like 20 years, like, I don't know, 70% of our jobs are going to be gone. It's so scary. Yeah. Like you had a lot of really key things that you did and then it finding your inner passion, it allowed you to really shine in what you wanted to do. Is that right? Yeah, I, I think that's true. I think, and I think I'm still sort of figuring out this new path, but I, I'm also writing a scripted podcast that sort of puts all of my stuff in action. So um, that'll come up in like six months. But yeah, and at the same time, I was throwing everything into trying to figure out a way to make money. So I started teaching senior yoga, which mm-hmm. doesn't make a lot of money, but I love it. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm figuring it out as I go. And, um, and I didn't... Uh, you know, I tried everything. I was like, oh, maybe I can teach people how to be comfortable on camera. Maybe I can teach people how to be comfortable in po- like, I, yeah, there wasn't one thing that I didn't go. I could do this. And then I would build myself a website. OK, I'm doing this now. But Project Woo feels the most fun. And and just doing my own creative and then writing, writing the new podcast. So I like those the best. And I just have to make a little more money because I live in L.A. So, yeah. Yeah, LA is crazy expensive, isn't it? It is. It's crazy expensive. And I don't live high on the hog, but I do like to buy shoes. <laughs> that looks like a pretty expensive painting behind you. <laughs> you know what? My, that's so funny. my daughter, that's my daughter's, my daughter did that. So yeah, yeah. So, you know, that was actually, you know, I don't know, 25 years of supporting a child. So yeah, that was a super expensive, yeah, and art school and awesome. paying for art school. Yeah. Uh, since you guys are just listening, you can't see, but we're on camera right now. And I should start posting these videos, but she has an awesome painting behind her. Very original. Yeah, it's my daughter's. So yeah, I took it from her. Now, what kind of like mindset um, did you have through this? Because I feel like a lot of people would just be crazy with anxiety, like live in LA. I'm all alone. I don't have a job. And hmm, how did you? Yeah. It's, you know what, it was, I really focused in on my own yoga and people were really kind to me. They knew I was struggling. And so people let me take yoga class and that helped. And I, um, I just kept trying new things. Mm. I just kept putting stuff out there. There were times where I was so nervous and so scared and so panicked. Um, and you know, I was really lucky that I could, I could go to certain people and just say, can you help me out and I'll pay you back. And mm-hmm. so I did that a few times. And, um, and I think that, um, I still get nervous and I still get scared and, but I try not to run away from it anymore. I think the first year I just kept trying to run away from that fear instead of just going, yeah, of course. 
you know, but I also don't, I don't, I don't want to put myself in a box. And I think I was trying so hard to be what other people wanted me to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not me. That's, I'm not good at adulting in that way. And, and I need to be my creative soul. And so I'm trying to trust that that's going to bring to me when I get nervous or crazy or feel anxiety. I'm just like, all right, take some breaths or just dance like a wild dork in my living room. And that's very, yeah, that's very helpful. Dancing like a dork is super helpful. It may not solve any problem in the moment, except that it'll get your thing, your head on straight. Not everything has to be logical. <laughs> no, 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 because none of it is really. We just make up logical. Yeah. That's great. Just like I always thought of it as like coming out of the box. But now I think that we just imagined the box. We did imagine the box. What box? Yeah, and I agree. When you first realize that, it's like, yay, I'm free. I can do whatever I want. Oh, my God. What do I want to do? <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what's so scary because it's like, okay, I I, I'm really working hard at trying to create as much stuff, like sending in like letters to, to like podcast conventions saying, let me come and talk to people and do, and I'm trying, you know, I'm just like, all right, this is who I am. And, and it is scary without the box, the imagined box. Cause we just made that up, you know, yeah. it's, yeah, it's our own personal cubicle in our mind. So true. And I'm with you on that journey still. So we kind of talked just briefly about going through divorce. And I found like from my own experience that I was whoever like I thought I should be. And I can't even blame him because right from day one, I thought this is who I need to be. So I think coming out of a, a divorce gives you that permission to have nobody in your life. You can just be whoever the heck you want to be. And then it takes a while to figure it out because you've never been that person. Did you experience any of that yourself? Yeah, it's interesting because I, my daughter, the cat, like just jumped up on the bed. So um, I'm like, don't stay away. All right. So um, my daughter said to me recently, thank God you and dad got divorced because who we became after he left was so much better and greater Mm -hmm. because we were so locked in, both of us. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I dated too soon after my divorce and got into a relationship too quickly. And I, so then it wasn't until that relationship was over that I then actually felt more pain. And oh my God. actually, Me too. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's a common thing. And they say, don't do it. And they're like, you should, it's too early. Don't do that. And, and we're like, you know, it's okay. Just be, I, but it's yeah. terrible. It's not a good decision. You're just putting off the pain. But you know what? I, I guess if that's what you have to do. So I actually, I put off the pain with him. Then right after him fell into another relationship who I thought was the love of my life, yeah. he crushed me. And then I went through it. Mm-hmm. And then you're going through two, right? It's like you're yeah. you're grieving yeah. the first and the second. Yeah. Together. It's a it's such a mishmash of like, uh, yeah, 30 years of not dealing with crap. So yeah. 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 And why are we sharing this? We're not just sharing this to talk about divorce, but other people like what is the divorce right now? I think it's like 60 or 70% sadly. Wow. Wow. I yeah. don't know. I have no idea. It's like huge though. I mean, in my, in, in most schools, I'd say like probably over half of the families are separated. Yeah. That makes sense. I believe that to be true. 
so yeah. it's a good chance like five out of ten people listening right now are experience this or going through it and I just think that's such a good thing to share is that that freedom of no box does come with that grieving and that like complicated part of what the heck do I do now before you get to where you're sharing from today right yeah and I think there's something about being on a uh, like splayed out with nothing around you that you have to really lay in that stillness and that pain in order to come out of it. If you keep pushing it away, it's just never, you're never going to get through it. So I think, and I think we don't do that until we're ready. Mm -hmm. So it's okay. Yeah. That's a good point, so. actually. What do they say? You're right where you're supposed to be right now. Yeah. Yeah. Which sometimes annoys me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to be here though. That's not where I want to be. Yeah. I was listening to that yesterday on a motivational speech that about how to like plan out your future and like know that even though you're not where you might have wanted to have been, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And I'm like, oh, yeah. 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 Eckhart Tolle just talked. I just heard him sound like a and then Eckhart Tolle said um, so. But Eckhart was like, yeah, you still can plan even though you're living in the now. And so I thought that was so interesting too. So when you plan, be in the planning mm -hmm. and when you're in the now, be in the now. And I was like, oh, so like, isn't it so funny that we have to like learn this? It is so funny. And your kitty is so cute. I wish everybody could see. It's like trying yeah. to sneak in there in the background. Yeah. Very no slowly. No tail. Aw. No tail. <laughs> well, our time is coming to an end soon. And I want to make sure to ask you if you could share your favorite book with us. Oh, I think my favorite book is The Alchemist. That's my favorite book. And I can't, what's his name? Raul. I can't think of his name right now. It's okay. But I, lo I love The Alchemist. That's my favorite book in, in the whole world, I think. That, well, that and Illustrated Man by Ray Bradbury. Those two books. Can I have two? <laughs> Very cool. I'll link everything in the show notes for people. Okay. If you're like running or driving, you don't have to stop. It'll be at um, synergymindsetcoaching.com, Lisa Orkin. And also your favorite podcast, Lisa. Oh, um, I think my favorite podcast is On Being with Krista Tippett. I think that's my favorite podcast. I love that podcast. Very cool. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for your time to just talk oh. so vulnerably and open today. And it's Welcome. Just want to give you the chance, uh, first of all, to tell everybody where they may connect with you. But secondly, if there's anything I didn't ask you or any parting words of guidance, the mic is all yours. Please feel free to share. Um, I, don't, I think the only thing I would say is just don't try not to take yourself too seriously and look for the look for the silliness in life because it's you have to have to have some levity in life and I think that's where we all fall down is we're just too serious so I think that would be the only and and dance like a dork every once in a while dance like nobody's watching that's that's it yeah and they can they can find me on Instagram at Lisa Orkingram or they can go to my website projectwoowoo.com and uh, and listen in <laughs>